0: Term. why
1: now? What the fuck? <gasps> nuke Shut up!
0: Hey, listen. Hey, listen up, fellas. We're back with the podcast. Another week we will be previewing week 12 and taking a look at what just happened back in week 11. Also, a COVID update coming this week. Uh, a lot of fun news as far as some of the impacts that we saw last week on what the playoff picture is going to look like this week, We after this week, we should have a pretty good view of what that playoff uh, scenario is going to be. Right now, um, you know, Steve is at the top. He is king of the mountain, if you will. King of the mountain, king of the mountain. Good for you, Steve. He is looking down on all of us. If this COVID rampage goes through and destroys everything, Steve would get all of our money. Um, Not quite all of it, but the majority of it, if you will. Um, We are also in a very competitive last place race right now. Huge win for Tanner. Evan loses, which I wish I could say sucked, but it really doesn't. Um, Evan, this could be a great sayonara for you. No one cares. Hope you finish last. We'll go get back. Welcome back everybody. We are back with Ben Cole as always. Welcome back to the pod, Ben.
1: Thanks, Shane. Glad to be back this week. I was a little uh, concerned with the holiday we wouldn't be able to squeeze a squeeze a session in.
0: Yeah, I know it uh it's a little different, especially with Thanksgiving being on a Thursday and you know, it's been a crazy week. It's uh it's felt kind of like a Friday like every day this week, so, you know. We found time anyway. We took our one bye for the year, so yeah, you know, we're finding a way.
1: Yeah, especially at done crunch time here when we get towards playoffs. I feel like we got to make sure we uh, give the people what they
0: want. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Um, speaking of what people want, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering now with this Baltimore and Pittsburgh game that we're supposed to be able to watch last night, which would have been the only good game to watch yesterday, really. Um what what is going on there? It looked like you had sent out an ESPN kind of update uh, regarding COVID.
1: Yeah, so the the update basically says that in case people didn't know, the Pittsburgh and Baltimore games getting moved to hopefully Tuesday. So what that means is, like a couple of weeks ago, where they also moved, I think the Buffalo game to Tuesday. Everything's getting bumped a week or a day, so waivers won't go through Wednesday morning. They'll go through on Thursday morning. So you'll still have a full day to get your waivers figured out. Um, but also make sure you declare replacements. And if you declare, let's say, Corey, who's got a defense and you don't want to actually pick up another defense just to hold in case that game doesn't happen, make sure you declare who you would drop in return for that so that we can, I, I can pretend, you know, fake make that move for you as if you did it earlier, just add the points on to the games, adjust the score that way. So if you don't want to carry two defenses, two kickers, two quarterbacks, that's fine. Just make sure you announce who you would drop so that it would be like an eligible move if it was a buy. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Basically this is going to push the week, week 12, just one more day. And then as long as you're, communicating what you would normally have done in that situation. Say it was a Sunday noon game and Lamar Jackson is not playing. I would go pick up a quarterback, um, you know? Yeah. Just do what you normally do. Just communicate it, I guess.
1: Exactly. So basically just pretend that if that person or that team, that defense, that player would be on, was on bye this week, what move would you have made prior to the game starting to Right. adjust that. And unfortunately, you're not going to get yeah. any of the Thursday people. Um, right. But this is rules been out for weeks now. So if you really wanted someone on Thursday, you could have made that announcement uh, yesterday. Yep. yesterday so.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't really think, I mean, think of the teams that played yesterday. I mean, who do you want? My favorite quarterback, Andy Dalton? Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of players that
1: played yesterday and did well that people didn't
0: play all right right yeah yeah so i don't think that should be too big of an issue um but that game definitely will i mean you're looking at uh, a pittsburgh defense that scored 17 points last week and obviously a lot of talent on both sides of the ball and i mean that's my starting quarterback that won't be playing now and could impact a few games uh, here in Week Twelve. Yeah, a couple running backs, a lot, a couple wide receivers for Pittsburgh. You know, James Conner,
1: Mark Andrews. Defense, both defenses potentially. I mean, there's plenty of people. So,
0: um, I kind of wonder what that game will look like on Tuesday. I mean, I'm going to tune in no matter what, just because it's like, I mean, we're going to have practice squads damn near playing against each other. Yeah, I
1: don't know if it's people that. Tested positive, I think, on Monday. Technically, I think there is a way for them to get back by Tuesday. So there,
0: is there? certainly okay. is some
1: people, and then some of the people just because they're put on the COVID list. Also, if they're not, they didn't test positive for COVID. If they're just like close contacts, they just need, I think, three tests or three days of tests to get back. So there could be some more people coming sure. back, but I think the one, probably the two that for sure won't play are. Are the three are Ingram, Dobbins, and Lamar Jackson are the three big ones. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, time will tell, obviously. But um, like Ben said, obviously, make sure you're communicating and getting that stuff in so that we know beforehand. We've been super good at this this year. I think that's uh, one praise I can give to the league is that, we have been very on top of that from the beginning, and I think that uh, a lot of the credit to that has to go to you, Ben, and, and making sure that we're getting this shit done. Well, so. I try.
1: I don't like any nice – uh, I don't want any backlash. <laughs> right. You
0: know, yeah, as, the, as the...
1: dropped that one week with James White, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. As a commissioner, that's really all you can really hope for. Yeah. No backlash. And if you don't have
1: Pittsburgh and Baltimore players, I said I would still make the announcement because Sunday night games, Monday night games could still get impacted by COVID and you might, it might, the game might not get canceled, but you might lose that player. You know, a Monday night player may get it on Sunday and it's too late for you to replace them. So make your, just announce your replacements, you know, one running back, one receiver is probably enough if you don't really have any cons- major Baltimore Pittsburgh concerns
0: right um and this is just a question i guess that i just thought of now but if let's say this became widespread we didn't make it into the playoffs right now steve would be our winner correct
1: yes it would go just by projected playoff bracket
0: right, so okay. steve
1: i think how it's set up is everyone that's in the projected bracket gets their money back for the playoffs but then steve would Sather would get a little bit, and Steve would take home the rest. So maybe that's a gotcha. maybe that's what Steve is actually cheering for. Yeah, keep the spread. <laughs> he's out there just, he's out oh, there gosh, just infecting people right now. He probably he's probably the one who took out <laughs> Thielen.
0: He might be. Oh, man. he very well could be. I don't know, Steve. Are you up to some trickery? You'll probably let us know. Hopefully, everyone got a chance to read Steve's great poem from. Uh, last last week. Was that last week already? That was last week. Wow, yeah, I guess last week we did it on a Tuesday uh, with sparks flying throughout the league. It's quiet down a bit again this week, which uh, is nice. What didn't quiet down was some of the great matchups that we had last week. Um, a lot of big games, a lot of games that, um, you know, when looking at, had playoff impl- implementations. Implications. Applications. Oof, boy, I'm gonna get ripped on that one. Um, yeah, a lot of those types of games. Also on the reverse end of that, a big game against Aaron Evan um, that we'll talk about. Last, um, we'll go ahead and start with me since I won last week, beating one of my favorite teams, Kyle Clarkin, one forty-one to one twenty-nine. Uh, pretty competitive game. Is really kind of coming down to the wire last week between me and Clarkin.
1: Yeah, you got a big week out of Cooper Cup on Monday night, and I think that. Uh... Locked up your win, but you you needed that. If you had any shot at playoffs, you needed to win.
0: Yep, I think it's the last one. I basically got to win out, and I definitely have to win out now. So that was a big one. Needed that one. Um, hurts Kyle a bit. Kyle, though, still in a really good position, but we'll talk a little bit more about those positions here in a sec. Um, Sadler going ahead and beating up on Max. And you called this one, Ben. You said Max doesn't score over 100 points, and you were right. Only ninety points scored by Max last week. Sather uh, scoring one hundred and thirty-three. Any real surprise there? I no guess? real
1: surprise. I mean, I've basically said Max won't score hundred almost every week this this year, and I think I would have been right almost <laughs> every single week that I've said it. So, uh, Sather had a good week, and Max didn't. I mean, that's 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 why we called Max the bye week.
0: Yep, very true. Um, Steve Mortel locking up. A playoff position this week with a win over Granger, who Granger now is kind of on the outside looking in. It's kind of all starting to fall apart for poor Granger. Uh, he lost one fifty-two to one oh seven.
1: Yeah, big another big week from Steve. I mean, he doesn't have uh, George Kittle anymore, but Keenan Allen has certainly taken over as a a top tier performer as a. So that certainly helps Steve out, and Granger, you're kind of. The one person in the middle who could, I think, technically maybe still make the playoffs and technically s- still get last, so you still have something to fight for.
0: He's he's the teeter totter. He's the teeter totter. <laughs> uh, yes, um, a big win that I was rooting for last week was uh, Zabdiel beating Corey, dropping Corey to five and six. Now Zabdiel one hundred and thirty four to one hundred and five.
1: Yeah, now you and me both were rooting for this uh, this win out of Zach, even though Zach's in my division. Everywhere. I uh, I didn't want my matchup this week that we'll talk about to uh, be kind of the deciding factor in my playoff implications. So glad glad Zach pulled this off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, quite the performance by Zach. Um, last week we talked about this next matchup being the highest scoring matchup of the week, and it definitely was that. Kind of a tough loss for you, Ben, against Darian, one seventy five to one fifty four. Pretty good week though for the boys.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good week, and my cheat code at tight end um, was certainly helpful. But even if I played him at quarterback and played my regular tight end, it would have been the same outcome. Um, I kind of, kind of switched directions at my quarterback spot Sunday morning and went with XFL MVP uh, P.J. Walker instead of going with Derek Carr, and that was uh, quite the mistake, but I don't think it would have mattered with <laughs> the two 30-point games out of Darian's two receivers.
0: All right, yeah, tough when one and Woods both go off. Woods had a great night on Monday night. Travis Kelsey also with a good week last week. Um, and then finally, our game of the week, and – what I will say might kind of have been an upset. I know a lot of people weren't thinking this, but Tanner pulls out with a pretty commanding win, one forty two to one twenty-five over Evan, putting Evan back in the last place uh situation that he's kind of been flirting with all year now.
1: Yeah, both of these guys had some you know some good contributors. Both their quarterbacks are absolute studs and you know Tanner made a move for Zeke, and I think Zeke got his you know, probably his last game over 10 points the whole year Ray, right, when he needed it. So Tanner got his one-week player to try to not get last, but there's there's still two more games for both of these teams. So
0: Yes, so it's going to be, yeah, I 100% agree with the Zeke uh, estimate there and prediction. Kind of looking that way, but hey, he wanted to win last week. Like we all, we talked about it's for at length last week and he needed that win if tanner loses that last week i still think it's over for tanner at that point not over for evan he still has a shot at this but tanner definitely needed it
1: yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this uh this loser goes and i think there will be a a change in how how and who we declare the loser going into next year
0: yeah, I agree. I do like the idea of having it be the constellation. Whoever loses the constellation bracket, um, I mean, that person's still going to get to pick their spot and everything, but uh, makes them play out the whole season too. And I don't know. We'll see. It's something we'll vote on because that's what we do. Yep. Here. We'll, we'll get.
1: Like I like I've said before, any any rule changes people want can send to me at any time. I got a running list going. Um, some things that I have thought of, or things like this that have popped up. So we'll send that out once the season's over and everyone's kind of back. You know, we get some more months in us and everyone's kind of back in the, the swing of football and we figure out who the hell Evans replacement is going to be.
0: Right. Yeah, that will be interesting. Um, we should start to actually maybe making a poll of who people think or who, who people want back in the league. that's something... I'm sure if we're looking for a new person, it would probably be better to start doing earlier rather than later. I but agree. That's I think uh,
1: people should start throwing names out. And on my list of my poll topics, I'll start putting people's people's names in there. I know Darian's thrown out a few, a couple weeks ago. So, we'll make mm-hmm. sure to put him on the ones Darian said on there as well. But, Darian, make sure you message him to me so I remember.
0: Yep. Great call. Um, let's take a look at. Obviously, there was a lot of kind of shifting and moving last week. Um, let's take a look at what the standings are looking right like right now. Um, two teams actually locking up playoff spots for next year. We already mentioned Steve; he's nine and two, locking up the Saint Paul division, has a four-game lead over Corey, who is still in the hunt, still looking for a way. Um, Max is bringing up the up the rear there. Uh, he's six games out. He's been out for a while now. Um, could still possibly take last. That's still in the cards. Uh, but, well, I mean, we're going to have to see. The, the last place thing is almost as intriguing as the playoffs.
1: Yeah, no, I think the, I'm more in, intrigued by the last place, I think. I think the playoffs, you know, Steve, Sather, and Zach have already locked their spots up. Darian is about as close as possible to locking up. He either needs a win or basically you to lose, and he's – got it on top of some other scenarios but darian's pretty much in so there's a little bit of a race for the playoffs but i think that the bottom three plus granger who's gonna have to figure out which direction he wants to go is kind of more interesting to me than i think the playoffs
0: yeah there's more guys kind of you know that are on the outside of the playoffs and just making sure that they don't uh teeter totter into the too far down the wrong direction here <laughs> as the league's about to close out or the regular season I should say will close out in only two short weeks now. Yeah, we're 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 getting down to the wire. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think. We've made it this far already. That's uh it's been a pretty fast eleven weeks really. Um so yeah, rounding out the rest of the divisions, Grampsburg division, uh, we got Sather at 8 and 3 a two game lead over Clarkin, but he has the tiebreaker over Clarkin. Well, I don't right? know if he's
1: got the tiebreaker over Clarkin, but he I th- the reason he locks it up is because he will automatically still get a wild card spot. Nobody the only two right, people okay. fighting for wild card spots that are currently not in it are you Corey and Granger and none of the three of you can beat, can get to eight wins. So Sather's at least locked up a wild card. Right.
0: For sure. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Clarkin is right behind them, only two games back. So Clarkin still has a shot at winning the Grantsburg division. Um, And Tanner is, you know, obviously out of it, but with a big win last week, now sees himself out of the last place race, if you will. Um, Moving over to the St croy falls division uh mr darian sits on top of the two game lead over me at seven and four and then we have last place evan egamo um seeing his way out might be getting to see it in a grand way if you're gonna leave would you rather leave winning a championship or being in last well place? i mean
1: clearly i'd rather leave winning a championship but i'd rather see someone like evan who's done nothing but bitch and wine all year
0: leave being in last place That's very true. Yes. I feel like if I won the championship, there's no way I could leave. I'd be like, well, fuck. Now I got to come back for sure. Um, Not saying I would rather have last place. That would fucking suck. But, yeah. I'm I'm not going to say I'm rooting against you, Evan, me boy, but – I might be, um, and then finally, what's been probably the tightest uh, race for most of this season, anyway. Um, the Hugo division, all on top, who has locked up a playoff spot. Similar with uh, Sather, right, where he's at least the wild card, least in it for the what with the wild card. Yeah, for card,
1: sure right? with the wild card. I'd have to go look at head-to-head records and those types of things to look at in their own division. But yeah, Zach's in it with the wild card because no one can beat the eight wins.
0: Right. Okay. Um and then you are right hot on his tail now. Um coming off your first loss in over a month.
1: Yeah, right? I think I was five or six straight. I mean, ever since you know the double drop in Deuces name was proposed, it kinda went on a, an absolute heater.
0: All right. Are you gonna change the name again? I'm gonna have to.
1: I've been trying to been brainstorming some names. Um I, any, any you care no, to float out? No, there? not at this Teasers. moment. Nothing, nothing's really caught my attention yet to be kind of the, the go-to because you know well, I'm, I'm thinking this is probably the, the name I got to rock through the playoffs. So, it's, you know, gonna have, to, have, have to think of something think
0: good. You, yeah, okay, kind of thinking you're gonna win the next two games, are you?
1: Well, I kind of need to, so that's kind of what, I, <laughs> what I'm aiming for. <laughs> if I want to make sure okay. I make the playoffs, I'd enough. Uh, I kind of need to win the next two games. so.
0: Right. Um, and then rounding out the Hugo division is Shane Granger, seven and four, uh, or excuse me, four and seven. Um, again, very much on the outside of last place. But uh, if Evan were to win out and Granger loses out, we could be in a situation where Granger, you might, well, we'd have to look at the tape for sure. Um, but might still have a chance at last Yeah, there's
1: definitely, a, I think, a really weird scenario of like a four-way tie, and then you get into head-to-head records, and if those don't match up correctly, then it goes to ESPN's other tiebreakers, which they don't tell you what they are. I think you can dig deep in the ESPN setting rules and find them, but I think it's like a points four, and then if that's a tie, then it's like division record or something, or... Whatever, but Granger's uh four-loss streak has certainly been rough.
0: Not helping, yeah, not helping him at all. He, uh, I actually finally just caught him in points points scored uh, this week. I'd kind of been, or no, actually, I didn't quite catch him. I've been slowly chasing him down ever since uh, we had the Granger brothers on, and uh, I'm only now six points, six point one points behind him. I think I'll shoot by him this week yeah
1: i think, I think <laughs> you might we'll, we'll take a look at the matchups and see what uh how your teams look going into this week
0: yeah yeah that we will um with that before we get to this week's matchups just let's just take a quick look at if everything were said and done today uh, this is what our playoffs would look like our number one seed would be mr steve mortel who with a win this week um, would actually lock up that number one seat. Correct? I.
1: Maybe. No, I mean, I think technically he can not because Zach and. S- S- Zach and Sather both could then get to 10 wins too. But I, And I don't know the tiebreakers off the top of my head. Um, but he probably, right. with a win this week, he probably locks up at least a bye.
0: Right, right. Okay. So he's got a bye here. Um, our number two seed would be that Nick Sather, as forementioned. Number three would be all. Four would be uh, Darian. Five Clarkin, and number six, the team formerly known as the Double Dropping Deuces, Ben Cole. Just on the outside looking in would be Granger or Corey Granger, excuse me, um, and myself. So. In a bit of a race here still. We're still chasing it down, Corey. We got a shot. Yeah, bud. it's really a
1: race, I think, for uh, the wild card spots between myself, Clark, and you and Corey, and then a race of the bottom three for the losers. And then, I guess, technically, probably a, a three-man race for between Steve, Sather, and Zach for the bye week. So, you know, yeah. really going on. The only people really... On. Not probably in a race for anything is Darian and and Granger, but I guess Darian could still get a bye. So I mean, I guess Darian's still in a shot of it, and yeah. Granger is in a weird scenario where I think technically he could make the playoffs slash get last. So everyone's got something at right. least, I think.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like usually by this point in the year, it's it's pretty I me mean, pretty much no most of the time. So it makes it a lot more fun. It's really coming down to the wire this year. Yeah.
1: So this, this will be a big week. I think we uh, we definitely won't be talking about everyone having something to play for next
0: week. So I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, Well, let's jump into this week. Let's uh, let's start taking a look at uh, some of our matchups for this week. Obviously two games have already gone off this week. uh, Thanks to Thanksgiving. And um the first matchup we're gonna take a look at we'll take a look at uh Tanner coming off his big win taken on Mr. Clarkin. Tanner is currently leading this uh battle. I'm pulling for Tanner pretty hard this week. I need him to be Clarkin. Um he had a big showing from uh Deshaun Watson already this week with thirty-three points um thrown up in in that uh Houston and uh Dallas, Detroit yeah game.
1: Tanner got the the good jump start or the early game with Deshaun Watson but then uh you know played Ezekiel Elliott who just uh, yeah just it was huh. terrible I feel like he's probably going to be kind of terrible the rest of the year and you know he, well so I don't know <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, he basically grabbed him for last week, and it paid off then. So I, <laughs> we'll see. Um, Clarkin has yet to have anyone play on his entire team. No Thanksgiving turkeys on that team. Um, but he he right now actually this projected pretty close. Um, I think that the Sean Watson game really helped out Tanner in that projection-wise. But um, I'm still looking at Clarkin's team and, and thinking that He's going to pull this one out. Yeah,
1: Clarkin, Clarkin's got DJ Chark, who I believe has been ruled out. Um, so his projection certainly will change. He'll have to decide, is he going to play, uh, you know, he's probably looking at Damian Harris or Jamison Crowder. I mean, unless he wants to take another shot at Fournette. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's certainly got, I mean, I think either, he's got an option there. He's not digging through the waiver, the garbage of the waiver wire to try to find someone, but. Um, Kyle's, I think, got a pretty solidified team. I don't think he's got a whole lot of moving parts when, you know, potentially playoff time comes outside of figuring out quarterback.
0: What do you think? Yep. Yeah, I would agree. It's a pretty solid team, I think. Uh, yeah, I would say the one glaring weakness is the quarterback. Um, I don't know if I... Trust Derek Carr week in week out. Um, there's obviously a lot of worse options like the guy on his bench, Carson Wentz. Um, so I don't know. I, that could be a tough one. Um, but outside of that, I mean, he's got a pretty solid team. I uh, I think he will do all right. I've been saying all year he's he's kind of been my favorite team when looking at these guys. So I can see Clarken making a bit of a run.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Clarkin's team is certainly going to be hard to beat, and Devonte Adams has been absolutely insane, but. Um, you know, flipping over to Tanner's team, is there anybody over there that you think could have a – you know, Tanner's going to need probably a couple big games out of any people. Anybody over there you really like? Yep.
0: Um, Well, it's too bad he didn't start AP over Zeke. I didn't think I'd ever have to say that this year. But, um, you know, I do like uh, Edward Solaire. I, I know that uh, he's – starting to fall off a little bit here toward the end of the season but um, you know when he gets touches he does well he had three three weeks in a row where he had under 10 touches didn't do much got 14 last week and up scoring two touchdowns so the touches are there I think he'll have a good week um, I mean Jonathan Taylor you and I have gone back and forth on this all year I just he had a he had a good week last week but I just I – mean, he's not good. He's just, Jonathan Taylor he's definitely from a,
1: an eyeball standpoint had the best week last week. I mean, he had a, a nice, I think, 27, 29-yard run called back for a touchdown. That was called back on a hold. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, Jonathan Taylor may figuring it out a little bit. I just – and in Tennessee's defense, is certainly nothing to be scared of. But I don't think Tanner's yeah. got anybody – I think his two guys that maybe could have had really big weeks have already played and he got one and he missed the other one. I don't think Edward Jalaire does a whole lot against that really, really good and super fast Tampa Bay
0: defense. Yeah. Yeah, that is gonna be tough. Um Chris Godwin, he's been such a coin flip this year. Um he could have a big week. We'll see. I feel like so many people are ripping on Tom Brady right now. It's like Dude's still the goat. So maybe we see a big week from him. But yeah, I just think Clarkin, top to bottom, his team's just very full. And you know, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going Clark with and Clark Clark too. He's
1: got, I think everybody on his team at the skill positions outside of quarterback could have a monster week, except for maybe whoever he sits in in a second flex. I don't think they're gonna go off, but everyone else could multiple touchdowns, 100, 200 yards. So I'm, I'm going Clarkin.
0: Yeah. Agreed. All right. We'll move on to the next one. Um, a big game for Evan taking on a very tough Nick Sather team that's already put up 53 points right now. The current score of this game is 53 to 18 in favor of Sather. Um, what do you think? Well, this Sather matchup? certainly
1: is the early favorite with two absolute studs at uh, running back and Russell Wilson, um, you know, with the, the advantage of hindsight seeing that Sather's guys basically did what they were supposed to and or did way better than they were supposed to versus Evans guys who, you know, kind of underachieved, especially JD McKissick. You know, I think that certainly puts puts Sather to quite aggressive and lead going into the weekend.
0: Yeah. Yep. I think, yeah. I mean, Sather's team stacked. He's, I mean, just having Henry and Jones as you running one and two running back is, is obviously a great place to be in you get a he's gotten a huge week already out of Amari Cooper who had six receptions for 112 yards in a tutty um it's just like man that's uh it's gonna be a really big hole to have to try to dig yourself out of there Evan yeah Evan
1: I mean Evan's got some players that certainly could have a good week you know Herbert could have a good week Mike Evans certainly could have a, a good week and Mike Williams could catch one or two bombs but I I just th- I think Sather's two running backs and Russell Wilson are gonna be enough to outmuscle Evan. So I, I don't think Evan wins.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I think Sather Cruises the victory here this week and starts hunting down uh, hopefully a bye. He's in that spot right now currently, but is still uh you know, hoping that it that it stays that way. Um our next matchup is you Ben taking on Corey Granger Granger. That's a huge matchup this week because this has a – if you win, you're basically knocking Corey out of the playoff picture and kind of at that point almost cementing yourself in it depending on what happens with the Clarkin and Tanner game. Um, What do you like about this matchup for you? Well, the
1: thing I like basically the most for me is the fact that – I mean, sad to say because I didn't like that it happened, but Joe Burrow getting hurt helps me a lot. Corey (laughs) was – deep in the Cincinnati uh, offense. So I think that certainly takes a hit and this Baltimore Pittsburgh game crumbles. I think that as much as Chase Claypool's an absolute stud, I think him losing Juju and Steelers D certainly be helpful. So um I really need Miles Gaskin to return with Salvin Ahmed being injured so that uh Corey is has really no options as a second running back and I can replace Ronald Jones in the starting lineup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really like uh, this matchup for you this week. Um, yeah. I just, I think Corey's team has just kind of been chugging along toward the finish line. And uh, you know, unfortunately the Joe Burrows uh, injury happened. And like you said, he is very deep in the Cincinnati offense this year. And that's part of the reason it's, you know, you kind of want to spread the wealth a little bit, but um, not like the guys he had from Cincinnati or Obviously, he's still in the playoff hunt, so I will go ahead and pick you. I like your team this week, and I, I think you're going to. Pull I certainly this one hope
1: out. so. And I mean, having Julio, I can't just you know, Julio Jones may play, he may not play, and if he doesn't play, I'm not quite sure what I do. Especially if that Pittsburgh Baltimore game gets canceled, then I'm I'm really scrambling. So hopefully, uh, Miles Gaskin comes back. That would be quite the Quite the plus,
0: so quite the big time. You're not going to start uh, Taysom Hill at quarterback this week after that great performance. Um, last I week?
1: would if it weren't for the fact that even after that giant performance last week, which is probably his ceiling game, um, that's what Josh Allen averages. So, um, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty fair. So, actually. I, think I think I'll take the the <clears throat> safe play of the quarterback averaging 25 and a half points versus the guy who may get to 25 and a half points.
0: Yeah. We'll see what he does. And it sounds like he'll be the quarterback on, you know, the rest of the way here. So I'm excited to watch him. He was, God, he was fun to watch last week. Pretty entertaining guy to kind of just run around and see. Um, Obviously, J.K. Dobbins out this week for you. Is that someone that you would have looked at starting? Potentially.
1: I mean, especially with Julio and these Miami running backs kind of being up in the air, J.K. Dobbins certainly was a, he finally got the bulk of the carries looked like a stud and he lit up Pittsburgh last time they played. So, you know, I've been raving all year, getting the ball, let him prance, but you know, we, yeah, I think it's going to, once they hit playoffs, they're going to give him the ball and it's, he's going to be the, he's going to be the moneymaker for me this year.
0: Yeah. He's uh he definitely is the back to uh, kind of watch out for. I think he's a guy that next year will be a first round pick in this league. Um, maybe early second, but we'll see. Um, uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and choose you, Ben. To uh,
1: yeah, I'm taking me. myself too. I think, um, Corey certainly got some some big time guys like Metcalf, but I think, uh, I think the rest of his team is just kind of does whatever. Got a good game out of Logan Thomas, but 13
0: points is nothing to be too scared of. Yeah, fuck Logan Thomas. I got a piece of shit. Um, he has been solid. I'll give him that. He's been solid ever since I got rid of him. I don't know what the hell I did to that guy, but fuck him. Anyway, all right, we'll move on to our next game. Zabedal is taking on Granger. This game already, Granger had a few players play this week. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., uh, Duke Johnson, and C.D. Lamb have already played and given Granger right now what is a 34, almost 35-point lead over Zabedal, who had no... Players playing outside of Kenyon Johnson. Um, What do you see? Well, once again, we get to. We'll have to figure out if Zach's going to finally
1: get to play his uh, his All Star line, his All Star team that he's built throughout the the season. He still hasn't been able to play every single player that he's traded for. But Chris Carson might be back, and he traded off a absolutely terrible looking. Zico the Elliott, who I think's got one run over twenty yards all year for uh a top ten real life wide receiver and Stefan Diggs. So I think that was a giant win for Zach. And Zach's gonna Zach is gonna be really hard to beat, and I hope I don't see him till the, the championship game in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you. He is gonna be pretty tough to beat. Um yeah, getting that getting Diggs. uh and getting to play him in a flex position cause he's got Jefferson and Thomas already. Um, Oh, must be nice. Must be great just to be able to plug that in every week moving forward. So that's going to be good. Um, yeah, I think this is where, uh, the teeter totter for Granger on if it's, uh, I better watch out. So I'm not the biggest loser this year, or I make it into the playoffs. I think it's this week. It's, uh, an absolute must-win, um, but I don't think he has quite enough to get him over the hump even, though he does have a uh, decent lead right now. I mean, almost four, 35 points out of uh, three wide receivers, C.D. Lamb with a kind of shitty uh, <laughs> shitty game against Washington, but no one on that Dallas offense had a good yeah,
1: game. Except for day. Martin Cooper. That was about it. Yeah.
0: True. True. Yes, you're right. I mean, Mark I think Cooper's the craziest thing, nice
1: thing on Granger's team is if you just looked at this week, he's only has he's got three wide receivers on his team, and then he's got a ton of running backs. And you, you know, you look at those running backs and you think, McCaffrey, Swift, Mostert, Gallman, who's a starting running back and surprisingly scoring more touchdowns than you think, making him valuable. Duke Johnson, who took over for David Johnson, mm-hmm. who hasn't been great but has been okay. And Gus Edwards is going to be the lead back this week. I wonder if Granger's kicking himself that he uh didn't maybe trade somebody going into last week in hopes of trying to upgrade his wide receiver wide receiver two spot.
0: Right. I would agree. It's kind of it's tough. I mean, when you have who DeAndre Swift, who's been good ever since he kind of became the guy, um, his number one pick's been out the majority of the year, almost all of it. Um, that's tough. I mean, I think Grant I this is a good team if they're all healthy. This yeah, is a playoff I agree if with you. Healthy,
1: I you know, think. and I think, you know, I wonder if Granger looking back to, you know, what is it, week two or three when Christian McCaffrey got hurt, you know, would he have taken a, you know, clearly an offer from someone for a guy that not as good as Christian McCaffrey when he's healthy, but someone still pretty darn good and able to play. Or would he be, you know, maybe traded away mm-hmm. a DeAndre Swift earlier, DeAndre Swift, or injured Raheem Moster for like a Mike Davis from you? You know, I wonder if Granger's kind of thinking right. to himself, "Man, I really maybe should have moved on some from, from these injured guys just to feel the lineup."
0: Yep, yeah, I bet Granger's thinking to himself, "This is fucking bullshit. Fuck this year." I think I I that's, that's, that's exactly going what's going through his head.
1: <laughs> just he's, no Granger He's just moved he's, on to his other leagues his where hopefully he's doing better.
0: Yeah, right. Right. Now, so that'll be a good one. That uh and if Zach wins that, so Zach's still on the hunt for a buy as well, so that's a big game for Zach if he can pull that one out. Um I'm gonna go ahead and pick Zach this week. Um I think top to bottom. Yeah, Zach's Yeah, a, I think we're we're going chalk
1: team. right now. I'm going Zach too. I think Zach finally gets a full a full lineup of his studs. And uh, I think Zach absolutely blows it up this week. So.
0: Yeah, I think he might have the most points I scored in the league this week. Besides it's going to be, yeah, him or probably, I mean, Darren's going to score a lot too, but we'll get to that one. Um, we'll talk about our bye week for Steve here, taking on Max. Uh, Steve uh, with the win probably locks up the one seat. I think it's safe to say that at least. Um, and Max just trying to, you know, stay out of hitting rock bottom. Um, in my mind, it's it, this isn't even a fair matchup. Uh, this is a D1 team playing a D3 team. It's it's just not even going to be close. I think Steve absolutely. Yep, crushes I completely Max.
1: agree. I think even though Steve's had a little a uh, little bit of a run in with his RB2 and you know his second flex spot's been floating around a little bit, or both of his flex spots realistically been floating around a little bit. He's got the high-end talent where, once again, I I find it hard that Max breaks 100 points. I know he's out John Brown, and Kalen Balazs, I guess, got a little bit hurt yesterday, so he may not play. And Max is trying to save that with a Troy Main pope play, but yeah, not all that impressed by him either.
0: Good luck. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with Steve. I also want to give Steve – I think Steve in this league, he is the 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, There's a lot of hype around the Steelers this league, but when you actually look at what they've done and the talent on the team, they don't blow you away. It's not a a team destined for glory. Um, I think Steve's team's the exact same way. I think they he's, he's going to get through the regular season, uh, you know. Probably gets the number one seed, and then doesn't do much in the playoffs when he's got to play well, one. I of the don't big boys. know about
1: that. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have a have a pretty good team. I don't know if they're ten and zero. I think they're more Steve, may be more like the Cleveland Browns or the well, the Cleveland oh, Browns are seven and three worse. right now. I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty good record for a team <laughs> that you look at it and you go. Are they really scoring points and is their defense really that good? I mean so that I mean that's who I'm going with. I think I think the Steelers got an elite defense. Quarterback knows how to win, and I think they got a lot of offensive skill players on the Steelers. And I think Steve's got a few good studs and a bunch of garbage, aka the Cleveland Browns.
0: <laughs> I just think that – I do think – I mean, I think the Browns have a good D. It's not it's not great, but they've had a good D for a while. Um, they do have some talent on the offensive side of the ball. It's tough when you have Baker, you know, taking snaps. He's not the greatest quarterback in the world. Um, but Steve's just uh, – you know, I think that if you look at Pittsburgh, they haven't played anybody. They haven't had to play a big boy yet. Um, Steve's probably played a big boy or two there, but that could be his two losses. I'd have to look at Steve's schedule. Um, but that's just my prediction. I just, I don't, I don't see Steve making a run this year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Steve. I think Steve's,
1: yeah, I think you're right. I think Steve is certainly going to run into some trouble in the playoffs. That's so I, I we'll have to see what, uh, see what he can squeak out. Maybe he can find a guy in the waiver wire or not. And, you know, Steve's only losses this year at Clark a Clarkin and you. So, yeah,
0: Not bad teams oh, by any Steven. means But
1: he, he, hasn't, he hasn't lost any of, the, any of the heavy hitters
0: Right, yep um, Speaking of myself and how great of a team I have uh, I am taking on Darian this week We're going to have a big shootout Big shootout The OK Corral, be there um, It's going to be a very entertaining week I need to win. I'm in must-win territory at this point. Uh, our game currently, we had a couple guys. We each had one guy play uh, yesterday. Uh, Darren getting a huge performance out of Will Fuller, who's had a really great year this year. Um, and then me getting a big performance out of, I'll go ahead and say, probably the best pick in the draft. Some, Gibson
1: Certainly down the stretch has been an absolute great pick. And Will Fuller, I think, was a somewhat later pick, and he's been really good, too. I mean, Will he Fuller's was. finally had a healthy mm-hmm. season. Which I think has just shown that he has always been really good. He just couldn't stay healthy and he's on a contract year. So, if there's every year for him to have a good year, he's going to get absolutely paid going into next year.
0: Yeah, he's having a huge season. He, uh, I mean, he went on that touchdown streak that I think got up to like six games in a row. Um, obviously, had two yesterday. And the best thing I think that, has happened for him is he's gotten to be the guy. He's he's the downfield threat now with Hopkins gone. So he's yeah they've he's changed the offense
1: of up a little bit to be you know spread it a little bit more, but they they aired out. Sean Watson throws a good deep ball, and I think they. Uh, I mean Houston had enough confidence they let uh, Kenny Still's go today. So with Randall Cobb, and oh IR, I did not know that. We'll see if Kenny wow. Still's can you know maybe he hits a contender and blows it up, it's, you know, Green Bay could be looking for a a deep shot guy like that.
0: Uh, Yep. I was literally just thinking that's a guy I could see in uh, some green and gold, green and yellow here. We'll see, I guess. Um, But look at the rest of the teams. um, Obviously now with that Baltimore game, Lamar Jackson being out, I went out and picked up Tua. Um, There's really nothing to pick up as far as quarterbacks go right now so that's going to be an interesting one for me Tua hasn't been anything special as for damn sure he uh had a pretty brutal game against Denver um but he's playing the Jets so I thought okay let's do it the Jets are terrible um I still like Ryan Tannehill a lot better than Tua I think everyone does um I mean, it's no surprise who I'm going to pick here. I'm obviously picking myself. But what what I do mean, you what are you see? Darren's in this team is around?
1: the same as it's been all year. Really good outside of his second running back, who just is going to get 15 to 17 touches, but they probably won't be very effective. Um, he went back to the well with Matt Prater, got him a zero points the week before, and I mean he's he's a kicker, <laughs> so you, I guess you never know. But he went he went back to it. So I mean, you got a you got a plus there that he only got five points out of his kicker. You know, Goggles Blankenship probably can, can beat that, but it's hard to it's hard to beat a team where they're you know debatably second best player and second highest scorer is their tight end, and that's on a really good team where that's the case. So I'm uh, I'm picking Darian because I think he's just going to cruise his way into the playoffs and be quite a quite a contender, and that's what everyone gets for switching this league to PPR.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, he... uh... He does have a very good team. Uh, the last time me and Darian played, I didn't score uh, even a hundred points. It was the very first week. I'm just, I was trying to feel out like, all right, what's the scoring going to look like this year? Obviously it's going to be much higher, much different. And I scored 90 something like 93. Darian goes off for 170 something. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a long fucking season. Um, obviously things have shaped around since then, but I'm hoping it's not one of those. I don't think it's going to be. I'm already a third of the way there. Uh, one, kind of sneaky pickup that Darian made a couple of weeks ago was getting Antonio Brown. I do like that. I wanted to highlight that. Um, he's clearly become, you know, maybe not the favorite target of Tom Brady, but he had 13 targets last week. He's, uh, he's scored in the, or he's uh, hasn't scored yet this year, but it's yeah, only coming that at this Antonio point. Antonio Brown is like.
1: probably only going to get a little bit better. I don't think he'll, I don't know if he'll ever get 13 targets again. That's quite a lot because I don't think they want to throw that much in reality. Yeah. But I am um, a little surprised Darren didn't try to make make a move with one of his, uh, you know, four really good receivers to try to maybe upgrade his RB2 or even just add another running back option. It's, he really doesn't have anybody. He's got James White, luckily, because Burkhead got hurt, and Brian Hill for at least this week with Todd Gurley injured. But... um. I don't know. It just seemed a little bit odd to me that Darian didn't try, didn't, didn't, wasn't able to pull the trigger on a move. But then again, this seems to always yeah. struggle
0: a little bit with it's getting working. deals done. So, yeah, that's very true too. And it might just be a, you know what? All right, I'm going to have one guy that's not great. I mean, Montgomery it looked like he's averaging just under 13 points a week. Maybe he just says every week, I'm going to get something around 10. And I'm just going to let my great receivers and really good tight yeah, end I mean, if you got carry me on
1: 13 on Montgomery but 27 on Dalvin Cook, you're averaging two running backs at 20. So, I mean, you're fine. You're fine then. But Right, a exactly. Little, a yeah. little surprise. Yep. You know, maybe he took the, the off chance of going to get Zeke or something. That maybe would have been a, an option for Zach. Or it seemed to be, I've been you know, Tanner was selling people off yep. last week. Maybe he, went, he made a move for CEH. That could have been an upside pickup for him.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that could have been, definitely. Um,
1: It'll be, it will. You need a big week. week. You need the two of Devontae Parker to stack to really carry you going into this week.
0: Yes, that would be great. God, that'd be awesome. Um, Cole Beasley is back in the lineup this week, I want to mention as well. Um, I'll be honest, guys. I was going to sit him again Um, just because I had Todd Gurley and I just, God, it's really hard not to start Todd Gurley. I, I almost never want to, but as a flex option, I feel like that's a great start. He's obviously out. So Cole Beasley on the active roster coming back after a bye and his uh, highest points scored of the year before that against the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to do great. I just know it. He's not going to put up Will Fuller numbers, but he's going I to be great. It's cold. Any, for
1: any week for John Brown is hurt. Cole Beasley kills it. So I think co- playing Cole Beasley is a hundred percent the right choice. And you're you kind of I guess lucked out from having to make a decision about it. But I think I think I, I agree yeah. with you. I think Cole Beasley actually has a very a very good day.
0: Yeah, that would have been one that I'm sleeping you know, tomorrow night on Saturday, going, hmm. Hmm, hmm. And I wake up Sunday and I adjust it three or four different times and it finally happens and I kick myself one way or the other. Yeah, those are, you know, those are nightmare situations. So I started playing Daily
1: Fantasy, so I stopped tinkering with my lineups uh, Sunday morning. It's
0: Smart. Me too. Yeah, that guy, that's helped me out too. What, what, what players does know, Zach have? I'm going to start maybe those guys.
1: Just look at Zach and Darian's <laughs> team and just in Sather's team. Build a line out of, of those guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want those guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so that is our week 12 uh, kind of preview, if you will. Um, um, any closing thoughts just that like you to have note again,
1: Evan has decided to not play Hayden Hurst this week after getting a zero out of him and is going with Mike Kosicki. So uh, we shall see if that works out for him or, <laughs> or not, but I'm going to – I'm going to leave my comments to myself this week so Evan doesn't get all bitchy about me. (laughs) Yeah. How much does that suck, though? Guy's been really good up to that point. Just a
0: giant whopping zero.
1: The stats of Matt Ryan with Julio Jones are great, and the stats of Matt Ryan without Julio Jones are unbelievably bad. So if Julio's not there, I don't know if I'd play anybody in Atlanta. Maybe not even Calvin Ridley, even though he's been really good this year.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's more just the effect, more if you will? I think it's
1: more just Julio being so good that, yeah, he's just he, – Julio, when he's healthy, is such a lock for seven catches and 100 yards, and that just moves an offense so much. I mean, basically, you can mm-hmm. say Julio himself will lead to one-and-a-half scoring drives.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And as a defense, you're looking at film going, how the hell we're going to have to double that, this guy out there.
1: You're kind of thinking we've got to double this guy. And even that's probably not. That might only get him to 80, 70,
0: 80 yards. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely opens up the field for a lot of other guys in that aspect. Then So, great. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. Uh, another great week that we've put in and uh, we'll be right back back with a wrap here in a sec as always thank you to mr ben cole the commish on joining the podcast being a great co-host like he is every week coming with tons of facts Um, A lot of stuff that I don't know that he does. So that's very helpful for me. Otherwise, it would just be me talking on this hot mic about all my crazy ideas of what we should do with the league next year. Um, So thank you, Ben, as always. Fun uh, episode this week. Not quite as much drama in this episode as last week. Tempers aren't uh, uh, arising. They're not flaring. Um, No one else has said that they are going to quit. Uh, We did get a Max update. Don't know where he is right now. We're in this lovely country, the USA. He is driving a truck, or if he is able to drive a truck right now. We'd love to hear an update from you, Max. Looked like a great Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everyone had a great turkey day. Um, Besides Ezekiel Elliott, his was miserable. Tanner, I don't know if he's going to do anything the rest of the year. Hopefully, he does. Anyway, that is it for me. I will chat with you all later this week.